Hey everyone, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the Creative Nature Podcast. I'm coming to you with a little series of solo episodes in which I want to share a few things that have been on my mind that I want to explore. As I've said many times, I'm so grateful for this podcast because it allows me the space to kind of gather my thoughts and say them out loud and even though we're not in a room together or directly talking to each other, I do feel like um, there's an exchange that's really helpful for me and so I'm really grateful that you're listening and talking back sometimes in some ways and continuing these conversations. So for this one today I want to talk about my retreat in the Highlands which I am right in the middle of at the moment and I also want to talk about making a recovery plan and what that looks like for me at the moment. I will be mentioning the general theme of death briefly and uh, war very briefly as well so if that's not something that you want to hear about today you're welcome to just flip this skip this one and take good care of yourself all right so i'm recording this on the 27th of february the war has begun a few days ago in the ukraine and To be totally honest, that isn't a big part of what I want to talk about today because I don't think I have integrated even just this fact in any kind of way that means I could share about it. And I had an intention, or I have actually recorded this episode about a week ago when the world was, again, a different place. And I'm recording it again because some things feel different. And of course, that will be, you know, in some ways to do with what's happening in the world, but Anyway, I just don't feel um, I have much to say about that yet, that it that could be helpful to anyone. But when I do, I totally will. And if you do, then please let me know. It is a lot. <clears throat> it's definitely a lot. But I actually wanted to share about this retreat that I'm on at the moment and just generally share a little bit more about what's going on in my life. I think that's always so helpful for me. I really enjoy well generally I'm just a very heavy podcast listener and I really love and appreciate when people just share about their lives and what's going on for them because it makes me feel less alone and it feels like a very gentle very indirect soundboard sometimes where it's almost like echolocation or echolocation where someone describes their experience and I kind of get to feel into my own to see if it's similar or if it's different and that's good information a lot of the time so I'm in between houses at the moment I left my home in Fife where I live in Scotland because it was on the first floor and after my accident I was struggling with the stairs so it just made a lot of sense for me to move to a ground floor flat and I'm moving to a slightly different town not very far away and that's been sad in some ways I really loved that flat and I had saved up to buy it for a long time my mortgage was very small it was 250 pounds a month and that gave me a lot of freedom and it was just a beautiful place I had these big open windows that got so much sunlight because they were south facing and on a hill it was this really beautiful quiet street and I had a little garden and I knew my neighbors and I felt safe and I fell on the top of those stairs and so you know as winter came that was a bit spooky because we did get snow and that's how it happened Um, but 
I think I'm at a point now where I'm just glad that I have packed up. That was so much work. I just hate moving houses. Like, oh my god, I really hope this is gonna be at least one of my very last moves, if not the last move. Um, it's just confronting in a way, isn't it, to go through all your stuff again, to touch everything in this Marie Kondo kind of way, and ask yourself if if it brings you joy and why, and what that says about your life and. I've given a lot of way, I have um, also sold a lot of stuff and so I feel like there was a real sense of lightening but it was still a lot that went into then and that is now in storage. I initially wanted to move straight from this place to the new place but that didn't quite work out and so I kind of tried to use this as an opportunity to spend some time away and go on this retreat, which is where I'm now. I'm in the Highlands in a tiny one-room cottage with a little fireplace and a tiny bathroom and kitchen. It's kind of at the edge of a farm. There's woodlands around and deer and sheep and there's a river and it's really peaceful and so beautiful. And I'm really, really deeply grateful for this time here. And it makes me think a lot about how hard it is to retreat in a way and how deeply entangled we become with what we think we should be doing and what our obligations are and how we need to show up in the world and how yeah how hard it can be to carve up that space and be like no actually I'm gonna be somewhere else for a bit I'm gonna take some time to integrate but I really really needed that I can't tell you you know even before this week I really needed that and I think we all need that in some ways. The last two years have been so intense and something that's really been on my mind in terms of, I don't know if harm reduction is the right word, but maybe meaning making is the right word, is that it, it is a tragedy in so many ways. We've lost so many people. We've experienced such isolation and that's been painful. And there's been beautiful things as well. We learned things. We came closer together in new ways, in different ways. And I think another layer of tragedy would be to just move forward and go back to normal as fast as we can, because maybe that is a little bit easier than to really confront what we've experienced and to be with that trauma and to integrate that and try to heal. And I think for me, like coming here a bit over two weeks ago, I shaved my hair off, which was kind of felt really important and significant just before I came. There was this real sense of like letting go and marking loss, I guess, and letting go of things in my house physically, letting go of my hair, uh, really decluttering these belongings and the questions that were on my mind, a bit like, like, what now? You know, like, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? With with this experience that we've had or still having and what's next and what is beauty, who am I, you know, all these big questions that maybe it's because I'm a Scorpio stellium <laughs> that may be part of it. But anyway, I just want to make sure I integrate well because I've seen in my own family, we see this has become more to the front forefront now um, that unintegrated trauma can have such big impact intergenerationally. We've been talking a lot more, again, in my family about war and about my grandparents' experiences of the war. 
there were small children in the Second World War. And just kind of tracing how that played out through the years, through the decades, really. How we talked about it, how we supported each other, what stories were told and which stories were really hidden in a way. And yeah, I think for me, a big takeaway was that the active engagement in a gentle and kind and compassionate way is so healing and really important. And things that get skipped or kind of, you know, brushed under the carpet emotionally can really fester and that can be really harmful for generations to come. And I I want to help, you know, as best as I can to avoid that happening in other ways moving forward. <sighs> and then I'm also just in, you know, I'm in this experience of really the biggest grief I've ever felt in my life. I lost my friend to suicide just before the holidays and there are just no words. I feel such sadness about this and I miss them so much. It's still now, it's now been a bit over two months and it's still the first thing I think about when I wake up and the last thing I think about when I fall asleep. And yeah, you know, I have support. I have beautiful people around me and we're grieving together and that's a very intimate and in a way empowering process. I think we're getting to know each other in new ways. We're learning new things about what it means to be human and to be present to those feelings and to confront death in a way, which is something in a way that I've always been interested in. I did a death tool training back in 2019, not knowing what was to come and I really think it helped me prepare I mean is there even a way to prepare I don't think so <laughs> anyway I think more appropriately I will say it gave me some useful skills I think to to understand my own understanding of death and and life and all of that stuff and that was helpful and I'm really passionate about having those conversations and actually at the moment I'm stitching a lot and I find that very very comforting um, I'm in an art group um, I really enjoy and I'm taking an embroidery class and I'm just finding kind of comfort and um, spiritual nourishment in just sitting and keeping my hands busy in a very low energy way right I don't have these big ambitious projects I just stitch little pieces that mean something to me and I seek out inspiration in that field without overwhelming myself and I like being around other people on the internet who stitch um, and that feels good and I don't I don't knit I would love to knit but I think I don't do stuff at the moment where you would have to count and really like plan a project out and then you know there being math involved and all that stuff I think that would just be a little bit too much but oh yeah crochet is sweet and embroidering quite intuitively without like a solid plan but just making some sketches and then going for it and working with linen which feels so comforting in my hands I really love that where was I going with this oh my god <laughs> uh, I really don't know how I came to this stitching tangent now and what my intention initially was to share about that but I will say just in case there's anyone listening out there who also has a totally fucked up attention span I think grief brain is so real 
we talk about baby brain and you know PTSD and all that stuff I think my short-term memory is a total mess at the moment and I do think that has something to do with grief and I'm just trying to accept that anyway maybe it'll come back to me but yeah just wanted to share a few more things about what I'm enjoying here I had a real sense of winter here which was was just so fitting like I felt really beautiful to have my own experience be reflected in the landscape and if that's something you can see for yourself that is just so beautiful I wish that for everyone when I just arrived here there had just been a big storm and then more storms came actually so quite a few really big trees had fallen and on my first walk I remember noticing that and I looked at the trees and was like yeah the trees have loved, lost a loved one too and then you could see the underside of the tree and all the root systems and the water and the animals living there this whole other world which is really like an underworld in a way I was like yeah this is where I am too <laughs> I'm seeing all these new things and it's quite gritty and grim in a way but it's also just part of it it's just not always visible so that was cool and then we had a ton of snow and really the whole landscape was covered in this white that was reflecting the sun and the moon and at the moment I have this rhythm of waking up and like letting the dog into the garden and then make, I'm making breakfast and starting quite slowly Checking the news way too often, obviously, that is still a habit of mine. And then we go down to the river, and I just stand at the river. And I just appreciate that the river has been there for thousands of years through so many different wars and losses and death. And it just has seen so many things. And it is so unchanged each morning, right? It is beautiful, always in a different way. The sun hits it differently. There's different animals around. Um... But the essence is unchanged, and that's just so comforting to see, and I'm going to really miss that. I'm also feeling a lot of gratitude, and I feel kind of self-conscious sharing about that because there's this whole like hashtag blessed culture that I feel very cynical about <laughs> in a way. And, and I hope, you know, I'm going to say this from my own experience, and I really hope that this podcast is feeling like a space where you can just listen to or take in what feels right to you and leave the rest. And I I think also at this point in time, it's so valid to just feel deeply resentful and cynical and angry and sad and, and disappointed and all these different things. So I'm not saying that anyone should flip anything that is true or real for them right now into gratitude. I think that can't be forced in a way that also reframing difficult experiences can't be forced. That is something I think that has to come from within. And sometimes it helps to hear other people reframe their own shit and, you know, listen to them reflect how they go through what they go through and how it changed for them over time. But I just personally really don't like to be told that I should just reframe something. So I'm really hoping that you never felt I've done that to you listening. Anyway, coming back to my tangent, I'm really glad I did not forget this time the beginning of my little waffle, which was about gratitude and how I feel really grateful at the moment. This week, I think I, you know, everyone is different with fear, right? I think for me, it feels really helpful to very 
directly and openly confront my worst fears and to take in information such as a war has started, Russia has invaded, and really untangle and name and talk to friends what that means to me, what I'm horrified by, how I feel heartbroken for um, the people on the ground, and and yeah, just talk about my worst fears and. I think it just all breaks down to fear of loss and fear of death, right? And and that sometimes, and I don't always feel like that, but at the moment today, the sun is shining. I had a friend visit. We hung out. We did a bit of art together. We made a fire. We processed a bit. And I just feel this strong sense of not being owed anything, like you know, if this really escalates further, if there is going to be, if there are going to be things that are much worse even that we can imagine right now. I had such a beautiful life in a way and I've, you know, I've also had really difficult years and a lot of heartbreak and pain, but just looking at the tree outside and the sun and I can see some deer and I'm just feeling so grateful for the people I got to spend time with and exchange ideas with and learn together and if I have more years you know that feels like such a beautiful blessing to be in a human body oh god I hear myself talk and I'm really like oh is this gross (laughs) um maybe it is I don't know (laughs) I really want to become a very old person I would love to become 90 and I really hope I will but yeah i'm trying to become more present to just how precious life is and how i really don't want to take it for granted and how grateful i am for what i have now even if that's different than i expected or different to what i used to have or different to what i ideally wish i had it is still really good in a lot of ways and i feel anxious often and a sense of terror when I really spend a lot of time with the news and the reality of what is and learn more about climate collapse and all those things but I still feel a connection to joy and pleasure and presence and that means just the world to me and I think that this podcast and the community around it and the creative nature coven and just being part of these conversations either through talking to people on the podcast or being a guest or just being able to do this work is a big part of me feeling grateful right now i'm also watching my dogs a lot and i'm learning so much from them and i think yeah just holding how much i appreciate their company as well as i'm thinking about how lonely the last few years have been in other ways and they're so different. Like my older dog Orlando is has just turned eleven and he is so good at resting and really knowing his limits. Like he will go on walks with us, but then he will also really clearly say when it's been enough and he wants to return home. And just the way he stretches stretches out in front of the fire, it's just so, so gorgeous. And then my younger dog Ernie is two and a half and he has so much energy and so much curiosity for anything that he's encountering and he's so fiercely protective which can be very annoying sometimes 
to be there. He's barking a lot. But he's also really courageous and he's just exploring the fields and the river here and it's just really beautiful to witness that openness to life. Yeah, I will end here. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to my ramble. Um, I plan to ramble some more, as I usually do. But I wanted to record this little series of solo episodes, basically, and I will do another one on grief and death, and then another one on confronting my first fears. I want to do one on becoming an artist. And if you have wishes for other things you want me to cover, please let me know. I'd love to hear. And also, you can still join the Creative Nature Coven. That's a beautiful way to support the podcast and me. And also join our creative co-working spaces twice a month. They're really lovely. And if you enjoy the podcast, I think you might like them too. And that is on a sliding scale. I'll link to that in the show notes. And yeah, just grateful for your listening. Thank you so much. And wishing you some rest and some time to integrate this week.